Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. And this is Daniel Howitt's interview with the writer and director for Lightyear, Angus McLean, and the producer, Galen Sussman. A year of work for a four-minute flight. Isn't that something? <laughs> We're all ready if you are, sir. Well, let's go find out if this... <laughs> got a breach in the perimeter. Thank you. Buzz Lightyear mission log. After a full year of being marooned on this planet, our first test flight is a go. Let's get everyone home. Good luck, Captain. We're climbing on you. Roger that. There's a star waiting in the sky. Hello, Buzz. Whoa. I am Socks, your personal companion robot. We'd like to come and We're being pursued by a... Just a massive robot. That was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. I can provide sleep sounds if you like. I have several options. Summer night, ocean paradise, whale calls. No, no. White noise is fine. Very well. Good night, Socks. Good night, Buzz. Angus and Galen, it is such a pleasure to talk with you both. I know film has been many years in the making, so I'm I'm thrilled we've we've gotten to see it now. Thank you. So first and foremost, this is the film that Andy watched uh, that made him fall in love with Buzz Lightyear and and want to get the toy. Mm-hmm. So to Andy, is Lightyear a live action movie or an animated movie? It is a, it's a live, live action, action movie. movie. Live action. Okay. Okay. Amazing. We've seen the, the toy of Buzz for four films over a few decades. How did you differentiate the personality of the toy Buzz Lightyear and the character of Buzz Lightyear? So the, the, the toy in, in Toy Story is more of a side character. Um, he's a little bit more of comedic relief. So he can be a little bit dumber. Um, he can be a little bit more like straight and true and single note. And here, Lightyear, our Lightyear is the protagonist of the film. He's the fully developed character. So he needs to have, you know, a thought process that you can follow. He needs to have uh, pathos. He needs to, he needs to be able to experience guilt. He needs, he needs a level of introspection that the side character never needed. So that really was the jumping off point for all that we were putting into our boss. Well, as far as that jumping off point, I know that Pixar films often go through so many different iterations before they finally make it to the screen. 
uh, how did your initial concept for Lightyear look different from this final film? Look? It always looked like that. Yeah. I would say that this movie, what it ended up being is what we always wanted to do. Yeah, Angus's visual clarity, like what he wanted visually, the whole aesthetic, what he likes, that hasn't changed. And so there's always been this very clear, this is what I want it to look like. It really more impacted the story per se, right? Yeah, how did the story how did the story evolve? Was it was it very different from your initial pitch or is it pretty similar? Uh well, the initial pitch was simply like, why don't we just make a cool sci-fi movie about Buzz Lightyear? And wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, and, and I uh, hope it, it it didn't change from that. It didn't change from that. <laughs> but then the second pitch was like in trying to in trying to figure out the best story to tell, it moved very quickly into the time dilation story. And that was based around the idea of how in film production, we're so heads down busy making a movie when we finish, uh, so much time has passed yet it feels like a, a moment for us and how the outside world feels like it's moved on without us because we've been so isolated from our friends and our family and society at large. And it was that core idea that stayed with it through the whole time. Some of the details changed. I think one of the more significant ones was originally Buzz became a space ranger over the course of the film. And so it didn't start with him in a space ranger adventure. It started with him doing the first test mission. But the problem we ran into there is we needed to know why he needed a first test mission. And so that needed to be correcting a mistake. It should be his fault. And then why don't we make that? That was the first thing. Like they were stranded. And then before that, it was, uh, then it was like, why don't we just have the space rager adventure up front so you get some of that like oh yeah i recognize this guy you take that away from him then that's along with the audience they're rooting for him to get back in the suit because that's what he wants too and that became narratively useful for us but that didn't that came like a couple of years into it yeah well i, I know pixar films uh also uh have lots of research that goes go into them you know going to italy for luca and going to new york city for soul um was there talk of you guys going to space for this one uh or what sort of yeah. research what sort yeah, of research went into this the producer discretionary budget it's it's so, healthy could we have done that it's good i but, didn't know that was no. i didn't yeah, like no. literally you're saying that and i'm like yeah, no. we didn't do that we could have Make, here's the thing even if it would have fit the budget i would have been like have i don't want to go yeah. i don't want to go to space you don't want to go to no space for, i'm six foot four there's no room for a six foot four person in space no 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 that's true that's true yeah. <laughs> well what's what, what sort of research did go into the to the making of Lightyear? so we went to johnson johnson space center in houston and that was just a phenomenal experience they were very um open and and sharing with us and we got to see all that goes into um, training astronauts, and we got to talk with a lot of astronauts, became friends with astronauts, um, hear what motivates them, and um, and really some of some of the most incredible things that we heard were like the, their impressions when they're in space, what they what they're feeling and what they're seeing, like when they look at the stars or when they look back down on Earth and see how vulnerable how fragile this this globe that holds us all is um that was really awe-inspiring yeah, i would say also we learned like what's dangerous for them is not like an amazing movie like they're they described like a very like a life-threatening thing was when someone got some cleaning solution in their eyes because they didn't adequately wipe out the inside of the helmet and some of that was stinging and they couldn't see 
And so it was like getting them back, the, the astronaut back in the spacecraft. Like, yeah, that's super tense, but like, are there lasers involved? No, there's no lasers. And that was really like the lesson. Like you gotta have spaceships and lasers, no lasers. It's not the kind of sci-fi movie that we're going for. Well, you did have socks, you know, coming in front of in yeah, front of yeah. uh, Buzz, you know. So, oh yeah, I think that was part. That was probably inspired by that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is comedian and writer. And let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah, right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chipotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Well, this is obviously Pixar's, like, straight up dive into sci-fi which is yeah. phenomenal uh tell me about some of the the, the influences uh films uh, other things that influenced uh the story or the look well the look is influenced by uh the films of of my youth certainly like star wars through like aliens uh, but also toy design uh from like star wars toys which are a little different than the the the, the film i would say gi joe uh, a lot of Japanese toys, a lot of Japanese uh, anime design. It's basically a, a collection of like design languages and things that I think are appealing. Uh, and so there's a lot of influence um, from those elements kind of combined into like one uh, into one movie. Uh, narratively, it's most influenced by the uh, narrative conventions of a thriller. And so to do that, we went back and looked at a lot of classic thrillers and figured out why they worked and what was what were the pitfalls, what were the things we wanted to do, what the things we didn't want to do. Um, the biggest thing being like it's hard to make a ninety-minute thriller. Yeah, uh, we found uh, Commando was probably was like the only ninety-minute, uh, and that's like a clean. It's not a very emotional film, but uh, you know he gets right down to business. Uh, yeah. Uh, one last question before I let you guys go, Galen. One of the most uh, repeated legends pixar legends uh surrounds you and toy story 2 uh and uh, where somebody accidentally deleted the entire movie uh but you were working from home taking care of your newborn and had a backup and saved the day and we have you to thank for toy story 2 uh how much of that is true has it gotten exaggerated over the years or did, did you really uh save the day and bring us toy story 2 i had help saving the day 
I brought the computer back in and, and there was a whole group of people who spent all weekend reassembling what would be the film. But yeah, the, the rest of it actually is <laughs> She <true>. saved the <laughs> day. Amazing. And now because of you, we also have yes. Lightyear as well. So Angus and Galen, thank you so much for the film. Thank you thank for your you. time. Uh, I really you. enjoyed the film. Thank you very much. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Daniel Howitt's interview with the writer and director for the new film Lightyear, Angus McLean, and the producer Galen Sussman here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Lightyear is currently playing in theaters from Disney Pixar. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support, which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you will get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.